This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, October 1st, 2017. Hashtag, oops. Hey Siri, what is a hashtag? The hashtag is a type of metadata tag used on social network and microblogging services, allowing users to apply dynamic um siri is there someone else who can explain this to me now playing dr fran oh hi welcome to hashtag 101 let's get started what is a hashtag well, a hashtag is a searchable link that's created by placing a pound sign in front of a word or a phrase. It began on Twitter, but has expanded to other social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Pinterest, Pinterest. Do people even use that anymore? Anyway, it started in October 2017 when citizen journalists began using the hashtag San Diego Fire to tweet updates about the fires that were happening in the area. As a result, all you had to do is type in the hashtag and you were a part of the conversation. Some important hashtag protocol. You have to keep all of the letters together. No spaces between any of your letters. You got that? You can use capital letters to separate the words or phrases if you'd like, but lowercase and uppercase letters won't alter your search results. Numbers are okay, but not punctuation marks like an asterisk or an ampersand. And you can create a new hashtag by simply placing that pound sign in front of a word or a phrase. Before you know it, you've created a hashtag. For example, hashtag get something started. Hashtag I'm the coolest person in the whole wide world. Hashtag Alan and Carrie rock. You get the picture. But keep one thing in mind. The more specific, the better. Because if you're not specific, anything and everything under the sun that connects to those words or phrases could come up and some of that stuff might not be good. Oh, hashtag, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, okay, I'm sorry about that. In addition to creating hashtags and searchable links, people now use hashtags simply for emphasis, focus, or even humor. For example, if you're discussing your favorite church, you might want to type in something like, hashtag CCC rocks, <laughs> or something like that. You see, the focus is on the CCC rocking it out. Or if you're looking or thinking about your most favorite or progressive professor, the one who's really had an impact on your life, you might search hashtag Dr. Fran. Any questions? All right, that's all for now. Hashtag, that's all for now. Hashtag, class is over. Hashtag, see you later. Hashtag, Jesus. Hashtag, I'm blessed. I see that hashtag all the time. Hashtag, bye. See y'all. Well, good morning, and welcome to CCC. We want to say thanks to Dr. Fran. Woo, give her a hand. Uh, I, I like that hashtag, she will be back. I have a feeling we have a new yeah. reoccurring character Thank here. Thank you for your professional insights. As we begin this new series that we're calling Hashtag, our focus this morning, let me tell you something, every time we go like this, it's going to be followed with hashtag oops. 
So when we go like this, and we see everybody's hands up like that, it's participatory, and say with us, hashtag, hashtag oops. oops. One more time. Hashtag, hashtag oops. oops. Good job. Well, All good right. morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have found new life through Jesus Christ. Hashtag saved. <laughs> Let's pray. That's good. <laughs> Almighty God, thank you so much that we can say when we are in Christ that we are saved. And now God settle us in that we might um, <coughs> explore scripture and how it applies to our life. And that we might be changed and transformed, that we would leave a little bit different than when we came in. We pray this in your name. Amen. Okay, so back in my early days, back when I was probably 12 or 13, some friends and I were just hanging out along the creek there, kind of bored, so we had some matches with us, so we decided to just see what happens when you flick matches into dry grass growing, or not growing any longer, along the creek bank. Well, if you've ever done that, get about 10 or 12 of them going, all of a sudden you realize that wasn't really such a great idea. So thank, uh, thank goodness we were able to put those little fires out before they became a uh, forest fire. Anyway, we were blessed and we were lucky. But you know, we, uh, a couple years ago here at uh, Friendly's, they weren't quite so lucky when, from what I understand, somebody was taking a smoke break, flicked the uh, stole-lit butt into the uh, mulch there surrounding the building, and the entire building went up in flame closing that business down for quite a little while there. Um, <laughs> old Christian camp song says it only takes a spark <laughs> to get a fire going. Hashtag, Hashtag oops. oops. Okay. Well, perhaps James, who was Jesus' brother, at one time or another was walking along the creek flicking uh, matches, and that's where he got this idea of a spark setting off a forest fire as a metaphor for what can happen with a careless word. A careless word. Check out what we find in the third chapter of James. James is in the second half of the Bible and in the New Testament. And uh, we're sharing out of the message vers version, which is a paraphrase of Scripture. It only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, <coughs> turn, har turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it, smoke right along from the pit of hell. This is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. It's never been done. The tongue runs wild, a wanton killer. Okay, so not only in my lifetime have I set little dry grass fires along the creek by flicking matches into them, I've also uh, seen my careless words as they come out of my mouth, seen them do damage. It was actually worse than the damage from those flicked matches. Damage to people close to me, damage to people I barely knew, you know. We can do damage at both ends of the spectrum and every place in between with careless words. Maybe it's happened to you once or twice. Words out of your mouth did some damage to those around you. Uh, and you know, and even if it's unintentional, damage is damage. 
As James says, you can tame a tiger. Uh, uh, you can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. Hashtag, Hashtag oops. Maybe we can't tame our tongue ourselves, but we know truth found in Scripture. We know that with God, all things are possible. Absolutely, because with God, our tongue does not have to run wild. With, with God, we can ask by the power of the Holy Spirit to stop our words, to tame our tongue, to control this wanton killer inside. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit alone that we can live out this, this scripture, taming the tongue in a way that we cannot do on our own. And so for our discussion today, uh, we're talking about our spoken word for the moment, but this idea of taming the tongue uh, communication, we are going to say it also includes phone calls, texts, emails, tweets, Instagrams, any social media that we're using is in this basket. Okay, so to, uh, to avoid hashtag oops, or at least to keep it to a minimum, it's crucial to think before we speak, before we tweet, before we email, before we Facebook, before we share what's on our mind with others in any form of communication. You know, make sure your mind is in gear before your mouth or your fingers are in motion. Think before we communicate. And so think, we're gonna spell that out this morning. Here we go, T is for true. It stands for true. We should always ask ourselves if what I'm saying, is it true? Especially in this culture of instantaneous uh, communication worldwide, the stuff that we particularly put out there on social media is for all to see. Not just thousands, but potentially millions. And it is crucial for us to deal when we say things, post things, write things, to ask ourselves, is it true? Not rumor, not speculation, but true. Am I willing to stake um, something valuable like my character or that other person's character? When I post things that aren't true but maybe just my opinion or what I think, that is at the very uh, heart of damaging other people's very character. And so be sure to ask what you say, what you post, is it true? Mm. You know, one of our greatest challenges, I think, is to realize that some, when someone tells us something, it's, um, it's already been filtered before it gets to us, filtered by that person. Filtered by the person who is telling us along with, filtered by whoever shared it with them, however many people that might be. You know, I know they think they're telling us exactly what it was, but there's always a filter. It's like a game we used to play in youth group where you have a long line of kids and you'd start, you'd say something at one end, and it whispered on down the line. By the time it got to the other end, it was an entirely different uh, bit of information because of how it had been filtered each step along the way. Always remember that if there are two people involved in something, there are two stories that are being told about what happened because both of those people are filtering it. One of the challenges Carrie and I first realized when we got into ministry is when we're counseling people, especially couples, that 
that, that there's always going to be two sides. There's the he said, the she said. And it's especially challenging and important to remember when we're only hearing one side of the story. We go, wow. And we're taking that as truth, absolute truth. Always got to remember there is another side. And both of those sides are being filtered. Not necessarily, necessarily intentionally. It's just how we operate. It's just what it means to part of what it means to be human. Um, back um, back in August, my birthday, I went down. We went down to my sister's house. She lives downstate near the beach, and, and it got me thinking when I'm writing this. You know, when we get together, we usually share some stories from childhood. You know, growing up together, parents and my other sister, and all that kind of stuff. And and I just marvel. I just marvel at how, uh, did we even grow up in the same household? Did you guys ring it on, you get that when you're with your siblings? It's like, we're sharing stories and hers are so wrong. <laughs> because of course, I have it absolutely straight as it actually happened. Can I get an amen? <laughs> of course, I'm sure my sister's if she was up here with her uh, telling it, she'd be saying, yeah, I can't believe how my brother Alan just can't get any of those stories straight. He's so out there someplace. Because each of us had our filters. Each of us understood and interpreted it slightly differently. And then when we compare notes, it's like we grew up in two different houses, different filters, different stories. Nobody purposely trying to distort the truth. Nobody trying to do that on purpose, but that's what happens when it runs through our filters. And so it doesn't matter if we're at home, if we're at work, if we're in school, even here at church, we must be so careful that what we share is true. We would never want to harm somebody else with our words. I would hope as Christ followers, we absolutely would not. And you know, there's things that we want to be true so they become our truth, that, that we've got to be so, so careful. No good can come. I'll say it again. No good can come, yeah, when we don't share truth. Okay, so that's the T we're spelling think. So the next letter is H. And you guys are good. Wow, I'm on fire today. And H stands for honoring. Honoring is what, um, what I'm, uh, I'm uh, let's see, is what I'm saying, honoring or dishonoring either to the person I'm talking to or the person I might be talking about. Am I building up or am I tearing down? Am I showing admiration, respect, or esteem through my words or am I doing just the opposite? Here's what James continues. Here's how James says it. With our tongues we bless God our Father. With the same tongues we curse the very men and women he made in his image. Curses and blessings out of the same mouth. My friends, this can't go on. A, a spring doesn't gush fresh water one day and brackish the next, does it? Apple trees don't bear strawberries, do they? Raspberry bushes don't bear apples, do they? You're not going to dip into a polluted mud hole and get a cup of clear, cool water, are you? Wow. And so again, we are extending our tongues to include any means of communication, including but not limited to face-to-face, -face, phone, text, email, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, you name it. And James shares that honoring words bless. 
dishonoring words first. Honoring words are like fresh water. Dishonoring words are brackish. They are salty. And here's the thing. It is our choice what words we use. It's our choice to say to share certain things, whatever comes out of our mouth, on the phone, or on the computer. And so it would absolutely be important as people who claim Christ as our Lord to be careful. Are our words honoring or dishonoring? When we have Christ in our lives, we have the Holy Spirit who can guide us and convict us and prompt us and help us with our words. Even in situations that are crazy or volatile, we can still, we're not governed by the world. It's Christ that directs us, and it's the Holy Spirit that can shut. I pray, always, Holy Spirit, just shut my mouth sometimes. Just shut my mouth. And the Holy Spirit can and does if we come under the obedience of the Spirit. And so it's important to always try to use words that build up rather than tear down. Another honoring challenge, especially when we're using social media, is to not use it as a war zone bunker, a hiding place from which to battle those who see things differently, from which to lob social commentary grenades. You catching what I'm saying here? Social commentary and, and grenades from, from which to attack those whom we view as the enemy. You know, sometimes I read uh, things on Facebook, and they're so scathing, so demeaning, so dishonoring that I, I can't help but wonder if the person would have said that in that way, that same fashion, if they were face-to-face -face with that person. And I have to wonder because I think the answer to that is they probably would not because some of the things said if said in person would result in some kind of physical damage to their person or to their stuff. They are so um, demeaning. Um, all too often we dishonor others from behind that safe wall of social media protected by cyberspace. Hashtag oops. And so the next letter, as we spell out think, is the word inappropriate. Inappropriate. Is what I'm about to say or write inappropriate? Something to think about. Now, it is said that words are just words. They're neither, um, I mean, they're, Words are just words. But as a Christ follower, for me, some words are appropriate and some words are never appropriate. Other people would differ with me on that. Okay, <laughs> either way, either way, a question to ask is, are the words appropriate or inappropriate? Is this the right time, the right situation, the right place to say what needs to be said? Inappropriate is, is never right. It really isn't. And see, we all have a gauge on what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. But we would say, talk to Jesus about this kind of thing because we'll be guided right 
the last thing we would want to do is to hurt somebody with our inappropriate words. And certainly people that are close to us and pe people, that, people that we know, but we're gonna extend that to all people groups. Why would we wanna wound another, a, a whole people group? Because Christ called all of us, God made all of us, we're all supposed to be one in Christ. We all have utmost value and worth, even if we're on different pages in our thought. So we're just asking everybody to say, okay, is this appropriate or inappropriate? We're trying to avoid hashtag oops. In addition, in this age of instantaneous global communication, you know, once we've written something and pushed send, it's out there for all the world to see, to read, to respond to, and even more importantly, to get a glimpse of who we are, where we stand, what we represent. You know, it's like toothpaste. And once it's out of the tube, there's no getting it back in. And, and, and then we have like, well, well, it was just something that I passed along, I saw it, I thought it was funny, I just wanted to share it. Did you actually look at the words that were used in it? Did you look at what the uh, tagline was and what language was used there? Did do you realize that the, whatever it included is now associated with you even if you didn't create it by the very fact that you should send it along? Oh, it was just funny. Funny or not whether you like it or not. You know, just, I was just funny. Truth is, it's a reflection then of you, of me, who we are, what we think, what we believe. Hashtag oops. Check out what Paul shared with the church at Ephesus on this topic. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Now we have an updated version of that. Do not let anything unwholesome come out of your mouths or your phones or your tablets or your computers. Paul was very, man, he was, he was prophetic, wasn't he? 2,000 years ago, he, had that, he was right on. He was on the pulse. If you notice the brackets, that means it was added. He didn't really say that. We're just expanding a little bit there. Just a little bit. T H I, next letter is N. Good job. Is what I'm saying, it's necessary, is the N. Necessary. Is what I'm saying or writing necessary? You know, what I'm saying might be true. It might even be honoring it. It, it might not be inappropriate. But is it necessary? Does sharing it really make a difference? Is there value in what I'm about to say or write? Real value. So this is an area right now that I'm currently working on when I write things, send things, or even say things. Um, was it really necessary for me to add my opinion or to share this or to say that? And so, you know, a lot of times I'm finding that it might not be and I'm just praying for the Holy Spirit to to help me with that a little bit and so it's so important to say things that need to be said because one thing that we value is accountability 
but say things that need to be said with love and with honor. That's what we're called to do as Christ followers. We can avoid a whole lot of hashtag oops if we avoid the unnecessary. So think, T-H-I-N-K, right? Not today. See, I had a choice. I could either spell think in an alternate way or I could spell Christ in an alternate way and I chose think because I'd rather spell it with a C than Christ with a K. You catching it here? That would be a big hashtag oops if you spelled Jesus' name wrong. That's right. That's why we're spelling think. And this is for you to remember it. T-H-I-N-C and C stands for? Christ. Christ. Like Say it again loud. Christ like. That's important. To avoid the Hashtag oops. We can simply ask ourselves, are my words either spoken or written, are they Christ-like? What would, what, would what I'm saying or writing be pleasing to Jesus? Because as followers of Christ, shouldn't that always be our goal? Shouldn't that be what we strive for? Yeah. We live in such a world that is so divided. It's just, it's just a crazy, chaotic, confusing world right now with the division that seems to be more than ever. And people are really taking advantage of that with the different perspectives that are put out there. And people can instantly share their thoughts and feelings virtually in cyberspace as an assault weapon. The question today, who does Jesus call us to be and to say and to do? We can have strong convictions. We do need to stand for what we believe, but that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about um, not adding fuel to the fire and causing more division and more hate and more ugliness because that's really right now what's going on with a lot of social media and with our words. As Christ followers, we're called to take the higher road we're called to not say what's at top of mind, but measure our words. Christ is our plumb line. And so those of us who claim Christ as Lord use Jesus as the plumb line so that we don't get caught in those places where we are part of the problem. There is um, somebody here in the congregation, many of you know Jeff, um, He's allowed himself to be vulnerable and share an example of this very thing that we're talking about today with hashtag oops. Take a look. Three years ago, I took my car to a, uh, a custom shop to have some work done. And when they got finished, they uh, told me that the pictures of the car would be on their website and to 
like them on Facebook. So I went to their website and found out to like them, I had to have a Facebook page, something I knew nothing about. So I created a Facebook page and I liked them. Then it was about, about a year later, um, I ordered some firewood from a company and they delivered half of what I ordered and I called them and tried to explain. Things got a little out of hand and they accused me of stealing half the firewood and putting it in my house. I told them they could come pick up the firewood and things started to escalate a little bit from there. So in my anger and frustration, I said to myself, wow, I have a Facebook page. I can post something on their Facebook. So I said a few things trying to be a consumer advocate, so to say. Um, so I received a certified letter in the mail, uh, a bill for the wood that I allegedly stole and stating they were gonna send me into collections and I had 30 days to pay, including finance charges. Um, I was not very thrilled with this, and at that point I had to get legal services involved to um, handle it from there to write a cease and desist order. So that was my experience with Facebook, and I haven't been back yet. You know, um, virtually everything has a plus and a minus to it. We had baptisms last week, and um, you know, the symbol we use for baptism is water, and I think that's because water equals life. Basically, from biology class, you know, everything, plant or animal, requires water, right? It's a good thing. Of course, not too long ago, we saw in Houston and then in Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, right now, in Florida, and you know how water, too much water, it's deadly. It's deadly. Fire is a good thing. We we heat our homes, especially good now. Chilled off the last couple of days, and we cook food with it. And yet, you know, as I was flicking little 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 match fires around the creek bank, uh, it could have been an absolute disaster if it had turned into a full-fledged fire. You know, the social media thing, uh, wow, where we can virtually instantaneously communicate with just about anybody in the world, any place in the world. You know, we have a pastor friend, Koshi Baby, in India. It's so cool to be able to not just be in touch, but see pictures of videos of what's going on now they can see pictures of us of our church you know it's really cool and we get to be at our at our granddaughter's events down there in houston uh, virtually speaking through facetime facetime and then they get to be part of our birth family birthday parties up here it's just really cool you know and uh, we celebrate 
that kind of opportunity. And yet, it can be a real downside if we're not careful, if we're not cautious. If, if, if hashtag oops <laughs> is always just a few words or a few keystrokes or a few punches on the phone away. Be cautious. Be cautious. Be Christ-centered. Always. Always. Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, thank you for this um, warning in the book of James. Thank you for your Holy Spirit who resides in us, who can help us with taming our tongue because we sure can't do that on our own. God, we thank you for the opportunity to grow and to um, be in communication with others. Just help us be what we say is true and honoring. Help us um, consider whether it's inappropriate or appropriate or necessary and always Christ-like. We pray this and thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection